Hello everybody, welcome to Sincerely Shanique. So I want to start this episode off actually just saying thank you. Thank you to everyone that subscribed to the podcast. Thank you to everyone that listens, everyone that has shared it with someone else. Everyone that reposts pictures or posts pictures of their self listening to the podcast. I greatly appreciate you. Um, I couldn't have never imagined that as many people listen as that do. So I'm really appreciative of everyone that listens. I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, it's because of you guys listening that keeps me actually going um, and keeps me kind of posting and making podcasts. I won't say regularly because I suck at making them regularly. I'm definitely trying to get better. Don't judge me. But thank you guys so much. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. You guys are the best. So, happy October. It is October 1st. You're getting an episode on the first of the month. Um, 2019 was really crazy. Like, I feel like every time I say that, then something crazier happens that makes me like, yo, yo, this year is wild. But it's almost over. There's literally like 90 days left in 2019. And I'm not going to say I'm mad about that. Like, I'm very excited. I'm kind of over it already. Um, but yeah, 2019 was crazy. September was crazy for me. So knowing that there's only like 90 days left in the year, I am really trying to refocus, uh, just really like grab the rest of 2019 by these motherfucking ears and be like, listen, little, we got to get this together. So for me, the next 90 days is really, really, really about focusing. Um, and just some of the stuff I've been working on and I really want to, hone in on is definitely the mentor program I did send out applications to everyone that sent me an email I got a few applications back Uh, the deadline was yesterday to get the applications back but I will extend it to the 15th of October just to give people two more weeks to get the applications back in so if you know a young lady between the ages of 11 and 16 send me a message I'll send you the application fill out the application get it sent back to me And then we'll go from there. Um, But the mentor program, that is really important. I really want to get that kicked off and get these girls together and start that. Something that some of you guys have seen on my Instagram the last, it was like a week or so ago, was the Melanated Conversations Brunch. That was so dope. Like the energy in the room, the food was bomb because I cooked it. So you already know. Nah, just kidding. I did cook it, but it was really good. But um, that that brunch was amazing. It was something I had been thinking about for a long time with the podcast. I wanted to do other people. I wanted to have that group dynamic, the discussions. Because um, I really believe that our community, and when I say our community, I'm talking about like African-American, Black community, minorities. Um, we sometimes don't have conversations about things that are very, very important and so the purpose of Malay Conversations is to have those conversations on like a, you know, a friend level, but to just really start talking to each other and hearing what we have to say and listening and understanding from someone else's point of view. Um, 
so if you've seen we did go live on facebook so if you follow me on facebook you definitely would have heard some of the conversation my friends are crazy they get loud we were all drinking so that never helps but it was a great conversation i definitely will be doing more melanated conversations i did decide with that the purpose in this one was to just do like a test run to see what i like what i didn't like so i did get good feedback for myself from other people um so you'll see more of those coming soon and if you are interested in attending just let me know um depending on the conversation obviously the people will change but let me know i'll let you know how to how to participate um it'll be fun though it'll be really really fun so i'm really excited about that that was super dope if you watched the facebook live it was crazy i think i have it saved i do have some of the audio saved but i realized with that i definitely want to do visual because it's way better to watch it and hear it than to just hear it um so that's great that's coming up really soon i've also been working on a website because i love the podcast and i like writing and i love pictures um so sometimes with the just the podcast i can't be as expressive as I would like so the website's coming soon as well and that's really the things that I'm super super focused on for October or not for just October but for the rest the next 90 days just for the rest of the year really get in in tune with myself that's very very important for me right now um and as you guys know it's fall in New York it's fall um in Georgia I think it's still summer or whatever but in New York, it is absolutely fall. It was like 60, 60, 65 degrees today. I've really been contemplating if I want to turn my heat on or not because it's been cold. Like, I've been waking up in the middle of the night cold. Um, so, yeah, seasons are changing. And so, with that being said, like, that's what's going to bring us to my topic for today. Um, Hot Girl Summer is over, okay? It's over. And next, we're moving into what I like to call, I don't really like to call it, but people call this like cuffing season. And because I've been single basically my whole entire life, it's not cuffing season for me. Um, But it's a time of year that a lot of people tend to be more, you know, you're in a house more, it's cold, you're under somebody. Um, and being single, sometimes that can kind of like, how you in your feelings, like you feel the type of way, like, what? Oh shit, I should have probably been doing something different during my hot girl summer, but I want people to know that it's like completely okay to be single. Um, so this episode is actually about self-love and singleism. I hope you guys enjoy. So yes, it's officially time in New York to say bye to Hot Girl Summer. Um, and like everything in life, it's seasons. As some things are, everything is seasonal. Like some seasons last longer than others, but being single is a season. And I like to consider my singleness like a Alaska winter. Like this shit is just long as fuck for no reason. Like why the fuck is it still winter? Um, or Rochester winter because that's how I feel here too but just really long and a lot of times we're at a point where like 
we're getting older. So people expect you to be in a relationship or expect you to be married or expect you to have kids. And you're just not there yet. And I feel like sometimes there's no award for being single. Like no one's like, oh, you're single. Congratulations. You know, you you get married. Congratulations. You got a baby. Congratulations. But you being by yourself, there's no award for being single. I feel like there should be. I feel like there should still be a congratulations there. Because being single teaches you how to love yourself. And until you can love yourself, it's going to be super hard for you to love anyone else. And I mean, truly love yourself. Yourself is your longest commitment. Like, there's no relationship that you will have with anybody that'll be longer than the relationship you have with yourself. And that's just a definite fact. Um, so I feel like we kind of, especially in relationships, we you know, we cater to the relationships with other people, whether it be friends, family, or significant others. We cater to those relationships, but we never, and we nurture those relationships and we, you know, we build those relationships, but we never do that with ourselves. So being single is the perfect time to build yourself. When you're single, you can be selfish. Um, and now I'm at a point where I'm dating differently. So I'm not dating for, to be somebody's boy, girlfriend for the rest of my life. You know, I'm not dating for a cute picture or I'm not dating because you're handsome. Like you got to have a little bit more substance now. I have standards and requirements before you can just, you know, pull up over here. But Being single taught me these things. So being single, I was able, and I'm still learning. It's a learning process, and I don't think it ever really stops. But to love myself and to learn myself and to understand what happiness means for me outside of anybody else, like outside of making this man happy or making my mom happy or making my dad happy. The only person I have to worry about happiness right now is mine. And Sophie's and Sophie is extremely easy to please because as long as she has food and water and you walk her, she's excited. So really learning what happiness is for yourself. Um, I think it's super, super important and it, the best time to do it is single. You can do it in a relationship. I'm not saying that you can't learn yourself in a relationship I'm saying it's more it's difficult, more difficult to learn in a relationship because you still have to consider that other person's feelings or emotions or cater to them in some way. When you're single, you literally have to think about yourself. So being single is the perfect time to be selfish. Um and be selfish with your time, be selfish with your energy, be selfish with your goals. Like Being single gives you the time to do whatever you want. And I think sometimes in relationships, especially as we get older, we're like, oh, I need a a man. I need this. I need that. But do you love you for you? Do you love you unapologetically? Because you're going to ask someone else to love you that way. Um, And do you really know what makes you happy? Do you know what makes you tick? Do you know you? I'm going to say a lot of people don't, people are going to say that they do, but it really took me being single and experiencing this Alaska winter over here to really 
take the time and appreciate myself, but it also helped me appreciate relationships. So being single and being able to go through all of these emotions alone and learn myself also helped me produce better relationships in my life. And I'm not just saying on a uh, man to woman, you know, intimate relationship. I'm talking relationships with my family and my friends. Like being single allowed me to be selfish enough to work on me that it pours out into my friendships and my other relationships. Um, so being selfish was is very important because now I'm working on my goals. Now I can be in school and I can record a podcast because more than likely if I was in a relationship, it would be pretty hard to record a podcast. It is right now 2.30 in the morning. And if I had a man at 2.30 in the morning, I definitely wouldn't be talking to y'all. Um, probably be doing other things or just laying in the bed, being there, being that supportive person for someone else. So it really gives you time to kind of build what you want in your life before inviting someone else in to build something together. Um, now I'll say also with that, learning yourself is important. Like I had this conversation, I had this conversation with a lot of my friends because I always hear girls say like, I don't even like flowers. And I used to believe that about myself. Like I'm like, I don't like flowers, but it feels different when someone is buying you flowers. It also feels different when you buy yourself flowers and you appreciate yourself because you deserve flowers. Like, I think we put so much effort or so much emphasis on men buying flowers that, like, you're like, oh, I don't even like flowers like that because no man is really buying them for you. But I definitely take the time out a couple times a month to go either to a floral shop or to Wegmans or to the public market. All of these places sell flowers, bouquets of flowers, and really look through the flowers like, you know what? Right now, this is fall. So I have like a little fall-colored bouquet of flowers in my living room. I love it. It brings color into the room, and it makes me feel good. It makes me feel pretty. Try it. Don't knock it until you try it. And I will tell you, like, a lot of people that I've talked to that didn't do it before, that do it now, definitely feel the same way. Like, yo, I really like flowers. But you wouldn't have learned, you wouldn't have knew that being in a relationship if you were in a relationship with a person that never bought you flowers. Um, And I would say date yourself. One thing about being single, a lot of times it's like, oh, you don't have a person to take you out. You don't have a person. Do everything that you want to do in a relationship do it by yourself. Go out by yourself. Be that person for you. Like the relationship you have with yourself, like I said, it's the longest commitment that you have. Nurture that. Nurture that relationship because you have to take your I am a like in a relationship you wouldn't you're going to go on dates. You guys are going to not, you know I me mean, regularly, you're going to go on a date. And you're going to get pretty and you're going to get your, you're going to do your hair and do that for yourself and really look at yourself and really love yourself and tell yourself like, girl, you're beautiful. Be beautiful with makeup on, be beautiful in sweatpants and a sports bra, be beautiful when you're ugly. Like just constantly remind yourself that you are beautiful. You have to love on yourself. 
And I make it important to me to love on myself the same way I want a man to love on me. Um, and if you a woman and you like women, and the same way you want a woman to love on you, whoever you want to love you on you, love on yourself that same way. So I don't know if anybody does do this, but I do this. Sometimes when like I get out the shower and I'm after I dry off, I'll like lotion up in front of the mirror so I can actually see my body and I can caress my body and I can love on my body because at the end of the day, this is the only body I have. And I have to appreciate it. Like, yeah, it's not perfect. It's not it's not exactly what I want it to look like, but guess what? It's mine. And I'm going to love it because I got two legs at work. I got two arms at work. I got nice little boobs. I got a little fat belly, but I'm working on it. And at the end of the day, this is the body I got today. So I'm going to love on this body today. The same way I would want if I had a man, him to rub me down, I'm going to love on this body. So that self-love and learning yourself is so, so important. Um, and then, like I said, learning what you like and what you dislike. I've been in some toxic ass relationships, like, and I'm saying that as friendship wise and as like intimate partner, some toxic ass relationships. And I had to take a step back in being single. I was able to take this step back and realize my part that I played in these friendships and these relationships um, because we all have that person in our life, um, that we know it could be a friend, it could be a sister, it could be a brother, it could be whoever, who just constantly go from relationship to relationship to relationship. And they every relationship they get in is a bad relationship. And are we telling that person like, yo, we might tell them like, yo, you probably need to chill out on a relationship, but are we telling that person to like, stop and look at yourself because Either something inside of you are attracting very toxic relationships or something about you makes a a situation toxic. So you might be the toxic person. And I had to look at myself and say, okay, Nika, the way you handle some situations, definitely not the best. And in this situation, you were the problem. You were the toxic one. And how do you build from that? How do I say, okay, you know what? That's right. I was toxic in this relationship. I will say a lot of learning myself also came from going to therapy and being able to talk to a professional about things that happened in my life, whether it be when I was a kid, high school, college, and being able to really look at myself from no one else's perspective from someone who doesn't know any any other person in my life um I think that sometimes we we definitely talk to our friends all the time and we'll tell them a story and they'll tell us you know what they think and like girl let me tell you about this and da, da, da. and I will say especially for me where I'm at in my life now every one of my friends that I talk to on a consistent basis adds a value to my life I am at a point where I can only harvest relationships that are adding to me. So because of that, some relationships in my life have died out. 
some relationships are, you know, dying out. But I can't put the energy into things that are not making me better. So I do an inventory of my life, as everyone should do. We do you do inventories. Um, some people do inventories like your closet. You know, in the wintertime, come, you putting the sweaters in, you putting all your, your fall stuff, and you taking your summer stuff out because you can't use it right now. You might not necessarily throw it away, but it has to go in storage. It has to kind of go in the back burner for a while until it's available to be used again. So I think of relationships like that too. Um, some relationships I can't pour into right now. I don't have the energy. I don't have the time. I don't have whatever this might be requiring of me. Does that mean the relationship is completely dead or done? No, absolutely not. I still love you. I still have those, you know, feelings for you. But right now I can't give you that energy. And I have, you have to understand yourself before you can get to that point. So until you learn you and figure out what energy you can put where, you can keep pouring into bad situations because you haven't learned like, yo, this actually needs to go on the back burner because in this season of my life right now, I can't handle this. I can't deal with this person or this situation or whatever they have going on. And part of being single and learning yourself is being able to say, is being able to be selfish and say, I can't with you right now. I can't do this with you. I love you. I want the best for you. But right now, I can't be the person you need me to be. And that's okay. Because I'm growing and I'm changing. And maybe we can pick this up later. And maybe we can't pick this up later. Whatever happens is supposed to happen. So I really believe in that. Um, And like I was saying, kind of going over, over where. But learn what you like and learn what you dislike. Um, And I think we don't ever really get to... I know what I don't like from all of the situations I've been in before. Um, and then learning what I like is kind of hard now, right? Because it's like, do I like this? Do I don't know. So sometimes I really like stop and I think of every person in my life, every man in my life, every, you know, situation and say, what do I like about what's happening here? I like that I can talk to this person. I like that this person is a go-getter. I like that this person shows up for me when I need them to. I don't like that this person smokes. I don't like that this person talks to their friends. I pay attention to things that I didn't pay attention to before. So I really do try to literally like and dislike a lot of things. What what do I like? No, nah, I don't like that. I do like that. Um... But also, while you're single, explore. Explore yourself. Explore the world. Explore. I will say, and this is going to be super, super personal, but um, I don't, won't get too crazy with it, but I don't think sexually, there was a lot of things I didn't know about my myself. Um, and I actually learned more about myself sexually single. Than I ever learned in a relationship because in a relationship or even in a situation, whatever, when I'm dealing with a man, I'm almost, I used to be very, I'm trying to please him in a situation, in a relationship or in a sexual encounter 
as to now, and I've had men that their goal is to please me, but because I had was I hadn't explored myself yet, I didn't even know the pleasure I could be getting. So I will say, like, it took me being single to do things that I've never done before with a man. So now I know how to do things to myself and how to tell people what I like now. Like, no, I don't like that. Or, hey, want to try this? You know? So in my singleness, I learn about my body. I think that's important as a woman to really know yourself sexually because your sexuality does not depend on a man. It's you. So that was very important for me in my Alaska winter. Um, Really just learning myself and exploring my body, but also explore the world. Explore, like, if don't wait for a boyfriend or a man to go on a vacation. Like, go on a vacation with your friends. If your friend's on some bullshit or they can't get their money right or whatever fuck reason, because friends be coming up with all of these stupid reasons why they can't go on vacation, go alone. There's so many travel groups out there that do group travels. I've worked personally with AJ, um, with Joy, so from AJ Excursions, and she does group travel where you don't have to know anybody. You can literally get in on one of her trips and, you know, she has stuff set up. She It's crazy. So she's not the only one. Um, Fly High Society is another group, and those are just the ones that I know from living here in Rochester, so I'm pretty sure all over the world there's just different ones there's actually a group that I found I follow that I met I met the owner when I was in Atlanta during that summit but there's so many options so you don't have to wait for a man to travel now I want a vacation because honey first of all I've been in this gym too hard to not show off next to somebody fine ass son but that's not where my life is right now. So accepting where I am, because of that, I'm not going to not vacation. Y'all see me in Jamaica, you're going to see all this ass anytime I'm on a vacation and it's a beach. Regardless if I'm with someone's son or if I'm with myself or if I'm with my friends. Like, Learn to be that comfortable no matter what is happening in your life. Um, and so travel and you never know, you might find your man in Houston, because I think my husband is in Houston, but who am I? I don't know, because Houston always underwater, so I don't know if I'll ever move there. But it really takes that, like, sometimes that step or that leap of faith to just jump out and try something, and boom, there go your husband. But, um, so yeah, travel, 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 and just enjoy life being single. I get it. Like, there's moments where I am over being single. I sleep by myself every single night. Like, every night. There's never anyone in my bed with me. Um, So, I get it. I There's nights where I literally just want to cuddle. Like, I want to lay in my bed and lay on somebody's fine-ass son chest. That's what I want to do. But it, that's... That's not where I'm at right now. So I get it. I get the feeling. I'm like, oh, shit, I really, really could be with somebody right now. But because I'm not, 
I have to love myself anyway. And we can all take time to love ourselves better. Um, I will say I've, one of the things I've been doing a lot lately is going to the gym a lot more because I, I wasn't happy with my body. And everyone has their own perspective on what the fuck I'm supposed to look like, right? So there are some people who are like, you look fine. You don't need to lose no weight. I wish I looked like you. Da, da, da. Thank you. Like, that's a compliment. I appreciate it. I absolutely appreciate it. Like, I'm not going to drag anybody. But understand, my body goals for me are may be very much different from what your body goals are for me. And because you can't go to the gym and work this fat off for me, I can't help you. Right? But then there's other people who I'll say, my grandma. My grandma will not let me know, like, will not let me forget that I used to be skinny. My grandma tells me that I am fat. Like, she don't care. Like, you know, when you get old, all your cares just go out the fucking window. And my grandma's is long gone. So, that's tough too, though. Like, you know, hearing, like, hearing that I'm fat on a consistent basis, I'm like, dang, girl, I'm trying. But that's someone else's body goal for me. You know, so I literally had to love myself better. I had to look at myself and be like, what do, looking at this, what do you want, right? And then I'm like, okay, I want to be, I don't have like an ideal weight that I really want to be, but I have an ideal of what I, what I want to look like, you know? And on top of that, it's like being healthier. So I feel better when I go to the gym. I have better days when I go to the gym. Um, I eat healthier when I go to the gym because I just went to the gym and I just did this whole workout. So now I'm not going to throw that away for a cheeseburger. Now, I also believe in taking myself out. I treat this relationship with myself the same way I treat a relationship with a man. So I expect a man to take me out. Like, you're dating me, you are taking me out. We're going places. We're going out to eat. We're going to go to movies. We're going to go to plays. We're going to literally enjoy whatever city we're in. Enjoy each other's company. We're going to go sit at the park. We're going to walk the dog. So for that reason, I date myself. I take myself to movies. I take myself to dinner. Um, I go to festivals when they're in town. Like I look up the things that I think I would be into and I go. Because that's what I want a man to do. I want a man to look up things like, yo, babe, I seen this play at the Jiva. You want to go? Absolutely. I might not even really want to go. I might not be into it. But because you asked me, I'm going to figure out if I like it. I'm going to go, go. There's art museums. I go there. Like, just really date myself. I really take the time to go out and get pretty. Somebody asked me the other day. I went to the bar by myself. Um, and so I was like, who did you go out with? Me. Because I am enough. Like, my company is enough. And you have to get comfortable in your own skin, in your own company, with no one else. So, I definitely take myself out on dates. Um, obviously, spoil yourself. Like, you go to the store, and in a relationship, your man goes to the store, he come home, he bring you something. Do the same thing for yourself. You go to the store, buy yourself something. 
I'm not telling you to buy yourself the whole store. I'm not telling you to go broke, you know, be smart. Don't go crazy with it, but definitely love yourself, buy yourself stuff, you know, really be into you, be into you the same way you want someone else to be into you. Um, so buy yourself nice things. There's no harm. Like you shouldn't wait for a man to get nice things for yourself. So I love shoes. If you know me, I love shoes. I buy myself shoes because I love shoes. I hope when I get a man, I hope he understands that I love shoes too. So he buys me shoes too. Um, but I also buy myself jewelry too, because I'm not going to wait for a man to buy me jewelry. I love myself. I will buy those things for myself. Um, and then I think what happens a lot of times is we like feel like, oh, that's whack if I buy that for myself. Says who? Who made that rule that you can't spoil yourself? Who made that a rule? You work hard for your money. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself, you know? Um, I think it's important. It's really, really important to really love yourself. And then teaching yourself treating yourself and spoiling yourself, going on dates and really learning yourself will make you a better person for that relationship when it happens. Now you're like, oh, I know what I like. So when this man comes to you like, oh, you want to do this? Absolutely. I love this. Now he's like, okay, you know what? I got a girl who kind of knows some shit. Okay, I see you. It helps you. It helps the relationship. So don't think of it as a bad being single think of it as a building process and you're really learning and loving and building yourself okay so for the know yourself question i'm going to open the book and see what the question is that we get And the question is, whom can you talk to for hours about nothing in particular? So that's a really, really good question. Um, I actually don't have to think much about that. There's two people that I literally talk to. I won't say I talk to either person. There's no person that I talk to every single day. Like That's just, that's not a me thing. Um, Not really. They're, that's hard to say. Okay, so there's not any person that I talk to on a normal basis every day. Obviously, when I'm dating, I tend to talk to that person more. So right now, I'm like in this little phase of exploring relationships with men. Um, so I'll say right now, I do talk to Vegan Bay pretty much every day. But that's not, I want to say that's not normal. That's not normal for me normally. Um, but a person that I can talk to about anything in particular there's two people there's my friend crystal from college um we literally get on the phone and talk for hours about nothing um but then we have some really great conversations too though so i don't say like our conversations go everywhere so it could start with like a hey how was your day or hey how you doing and three hours later we still be on the phone um, talking about nothing in particular. And another person that I talk to, I think I have pretty long conversations with, or the, the conversation switches a lot, is also have a friend, Craig. Um, 
And the same thing, like Craig might call me just checking up on me or I might call him just checking up on him. And it starts really small and like the conversation will go and go and go, which I appreciate both of those per- the, both of those people for that because sometimes just having that person that you can call and talk up and just some just talk it really is like a therapy it's very relieving um so I really do appreciate both of them so Crystal and Craig are the two people that I can call and talk to about nothing in particular um yeah those are my favorites all the time um ayo sierra i see it on twitter and just everywhere the shade room all that like where people are asking sierra for the prayer that she prayed to god to get russell and i'm i'm with him like yo sierra what's that prayer because i'm trying to get me one too but also in the process of knowing what that prayer was what we don't ask sierra is sierra what did you do as a woman to prepare yourself for a man like Russell. Because if Russell, if your Russell was to walk in the door, are you ready to accept him? Are you the type of woman he would be looking for? Because we all have baggage, we all have past things, we all have whatever. And until you really work on you, it's really gonna it's gonna be hard. To be with someone else and be in a very in a healthy relationship in a in a good space if you still have baggage from the past. So if you you got cheated on a thousand million times and your Russell walk in the door and your Russell has a job where he might have to be on the go a little bit more, are you secure enough in yourself to be like, my Russell is good. He you know, he working or are you going to be the type of woman that's calling him back to back to back to back? And now he's annoyed because you insecure about Devin who cheated on you, your whole relationship, you know? So really, did you do the work that it takes you to be with a man, to be with your wrestle? Do you, have you done that work? And that work needs to be done in your single season so that when you're with someone it doesn't your past baggage and past situations don't hinder your new situation your new relationship and I like to for me because I've said this I was toxic in some of the situations I've dealt with in in the past I, I was a toxic person So I really sometimes take a look at the role I played. It's easy to point fingers and say, you cheated on me. You did this. You did that. You did this. But what can you say about yourself? A lot of times we like to say, I loved him and I took care of his kids and I did this and all of the positive things that you've done to build the relationship but what about the negative things that you've done what about and I'll I'll say this is one of my 
this mouth, I don't know who it came from. Um, I really say some of the wild, wildest things out of my mouth. And I had to realize how toxic that was because I would speak crazy to men I was in relationships with. Like, and it really took being out of a relationship. It took me being single. It took me like really looking at these relationships like, wow, Mika, you said that to that man? Yeah, I did. That's crazy. Like, he should have punched you in the face. Now, don't condone domestic violence at all. But I'm just saying, some of the things I said was real wild. So, but it took me being being single and really looking back at relationships like, yo, you're, you can't say that. You can't talk to people like that. Like, that's not healthy for him or that's not healthy for you. Um, so that it was, it's those moments. It's what did I, how did I contribute to the situation or how did I make this situation worse? Um, and also learning when to let go. I have, oh my God, this is so, this is, whew, child, I have the hardest time letting people go. Like, looking at a situation and being like, all right, you should leave. Like, I'll say that in my head, but then I'm still going to stay for a little bit longer. Like, something might change. So, that was actually, that is a toxic trait for me. Staying in situations when I know I shouldn't be here anymore. I know this isn't healthy. I know you're not going to change. I know that I'm hurting my feelings at this point. Like, you're not even hurting my feelings anymore because everything you're, you're, you're doing, I expect you to do. Because you've proven that this is what you do. And me staying is me hurting myself. So, just learning where... You are the toxic person in the relationship because I could have just, I should walk away at this point, but I'm choosing to stay, which means I'm choosing to deal with you, which means I'm choosing to have these arguments and just be a part of this toxic situation. So really learn what things you do that make things worse. Easiest way to learn that to me is being single. I'm not saying that you can't learn any of these things in a relationship. I'm not saying that you can be in a relationship and you can learn a lot about yourself. I'm saying if you are single, accept it. And really take this time to nurture you. I just, you have to. Like there's no way around it. Be committed to you because you are the most important person in this world for you. Um, and you have to prepare for a relationship. And part of preparing for a relationship is making sure you're ready. Um, I like to think of a team, right? And I don't know who said this quote, but as a team, you're only as strong as your weakest link or your weakest player. So if you have two players on this team, and we got our Russell, and we know he coming strong. But you weak, he can only carry you so far. Before it becomes too much of a burden for him. Or before the dynamic of the relationship changes. 
So you want to prepare yourself so that you are equally as strong on your team as the other person. And that's really important. So baby girl and baby boys, if you're single, accept it. Don't rush into a relationship. Really take the time to get to know you. So I'm going to end this episode with just quick, quick tips of everything that I've already said in here. Um, But just a reminder, date yourself, love yourself, spoil yourself, show up for yourself. I didn't say this one yet, but I'm going to say it now because it just crossed my mind. Brag about yourself. Like, I can't wait to get a husband because I'm a husband y'all to death. Oh, my husband did this. My husband did that, right? I'm just ready for that moment. Like, if social media is still popping, when I have a husband, block me. Or, like, mute the word husband. And if you mute the word husband, you're probably not going to see any of my posts. But brag about yourself that same way. Like, I hear people say it all the time. Like, I'm a my husband y'all to death. But also brag about you like you are beautiful you are dope you are educated you are smart you funny brag about yourself the same way you would brag about your husband or your boyfriend or whatever you decide to date and then last depend on yourself you are your longest commitment Make sure you can depend on you no matter what. And that is a wrap, guys. Um, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, you know, feel free to hit me up on any social media, my Instagram is sincerely Shanique. My Twitter, I want to say is Shanique J, but I'm not 100% sure on it. I don't know why I'm never sure on what my Twitter name is. Um, and Facebook, my first and last name. I really appreciate when you guys tell me what you think after the episodes. If you have comments about things I said in the episodes, I'm down for any conversations. Um, and you can really tell me what how you feel and if you're single in your period of seeing being single in your season if you're in a relationship you know how this you know whatever we can talk about whatever you really want to talk about it's really nothing um but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and you'll be hearing from me soon